Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Good morning and welcome to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Bark, pastor at St. Mary Magdalene Parish, serving the communities of the East End, Homewood, Point Breeze, and Wilkinsburg sections of the city of Pittsburgh, and also the pastor at St. Benedict de Moore Parish in the Hill District. And this morning, we are wrapping up another school year, 2022. Graduates are stepping out into the world after a very different high school experience. And boy, it hasn't been different. And when they were sophomores, they saw such that their uh, world was going to be doing with the COVID pandemic. Sports programs, clubs, school social events, all were impacted. And for more than the two years, our students, their families, and our teachers and administrators have had to remain flexible uh, and ready to adapt to any changing circumstance. And being wrapped up in Catholic teachings uh, throughout their academic journey added a layer of strength and hope in all that they've been through. The Diocese of Pittsburgh Director of our Catholic Schools, Michelle Peduto, is here with us this morning to commemorate the past school year, to give us her perspective as we head into the summer break. Michelle, welcome back uh, this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Good morning, Father Tom. It's a pleasure to be back. And now uh, we're just celebrating uh, graduations uh, this past week, and I know this following week is the last full week uh, for our Catholic school, so we're we're now into the home stretch and get ready for summer break. That is absolutely true. All right, yes. great. We did it. We light at the end of the tunnel. It's here. Well, so. let's wait until the last day. That's right. Yeah, we're <laughs> almost there. Just a couple more almost days. Almost there. Now, it's pretty incredible uh, to think how different uh, the high school experience has been for our graduating seniors. Uh, Michelle, uh, can you give us some insight into uh, the pandemic, what it took away from them, and also some things that have we've learned and gained from it? So to put it in perspective, if we think about this, our graduating seniors had a very unusual sophomore year, junior year, and even senior year. So they have had these challenges of COVID for the last three years. So what have they missed? If we look back at our own high school experiences and we we think about those things that we really loved, proms, um, the actual graduation experience, Mm -hmm. being in in a hall with parents and extended family, dances, field trips, mission trips, just the Friday night, let's go to the movies. A lot of these students did not get to experience that. Having birthday parties with friends, all of these social experiences have placed our students 
in a position sometimes of isolation, which is challenging. Sometimes they didn't even have the day-to-day experience of being in a class with friends. They had masks on. They um, had social distancing. Uh, when you really stop to think about what these years have been like for them, uh, it's, it's stunning, actually, compared to what we understood, what our experiences were when we were in high school. They've had unpredictable schedules. Am I going into school tomorrow? Not sure. Maybe not, because we would have to um, go virtual for various reasons, whether it was staffing or um, COVID itself, quarantines, uh, just a lot of uncertainty that our students have felt, but also their parents have experienced too, just not knowing what the next day is going to bring. There's the worry. It, it almost, it's when you think of this in its entirety, it's overwhelming for us as adults. When you think about the worry of passing COVID on to your grandmother, to someone who's sick in your family, or perhaps you're a child who hasn't been able to see their grandparents for months and maybe even a year because they've been quarantining themselves for their own protection. So there have been so many pieces to this. Perhaps they've experienced a death in the family because of COVID or because of other causes, and they haven't been able to have the funeral. They haven't been able to say those goodbyes that we value. I mean, it is, it's, it's overwhelming to me when I sit here and kind of list these things for you. So you can imagine for our students. It's, it's why this year, the end of this year, was so important to give them those uh, in-person graduation experiences that were as close to normal as we could make them, and to have those proms and to have those events at the end of the years, to have some field trips, to bring that back. But but there's there was a lot lost Absolutely. over the last few years. Yeah, and especially the uh, graduates uh, this year, uh, they had to experience it the last two years and on, off, virtual, mm-hmm. in-person. Mm-hmm. Um, some people stayed home, others went into school. It was just you never knew day by day, week by week, minute by minute. It, it just it could change in a heartbeat. And so it, it, it was good these last several weeks just to see that, okay, yes, the, there are, the cases are still high, especially in western Pennsylvania, but it's, the cases still are there, but there was still some sense of normalcy that we could do the proms and in-person yeah. graduations. And we had First Holy Communions and Confirmations in person, which was nice. We couldn't do that two years ago. So, mm-hmm. And the students and their families definitely needed some type of normalcy at the end of this year. So definitely there was a lot of highs and some lows too. So, right. But overall, right. I think we managed. We're here. We did manage, mm-hmm. and we always walk away saying, what did we learn? How, how have we grown from this experience, and it does develop that sense of resiliency. We don't necessarily want to have to teach our children that, but it is essential right. to mm-hmm. life, to understanding how you can overcome these challenges, get to the other side, and keep going. Those are important lessons. And I always try to stay positive with, you know, do not have fear, have faith, and that's your faith gets you ready and gets you through this. In what ways have you seen the benefits of our faith in our students uh, throughout this past year to get through the challenges? Well, I think I've heard it from parents. I've heard it from teachers. It's just that it's almost a community prayer Mm. that we're going to get through this together because God is with us. And every day we say our prayers as, as individuals, but also as a community. We continue to go to Mass. We continue to try to understand the mystery of God in this life we are living. 
and to bring him closer to us. And I think we know that in times of difficulty, we reach out even even harder, Mm -hmm. like God help us. And I, I do think that's part of the beauty of our Catholic schools is that is our constant prayer. God help us with whatever's happening. You know? And the faith is the foundation to get totally. you through. Instead of quicksand, you stand firm. You pick up. Okay, you might fall down, but you pick up and you you move forward. Exactly. And our faith gets us through. Exactly. Now, now that we're coming into uh, the final week of school and uh, having some type of break uh, for the summer, what will you be working on this summer? And, and, and how do you think you'll be poised for this coming uh, school year in the fall? Well, we'll be working on things that we normally should be working on, which are <laughs> updating our curriculum. Um, but we also have some target areas that we're really um, working on this summer. We, we do want to address the social-emotional learning concerns of our students, so we want to provide our teachers with good professional development on how we can look for some of these uh, emotional things that are residual from from this whole pandemic situation, mm-hmm. how we can respond to those in a way that helps our students um, we were going to go back and relook at our bullying program and also our social media piece, social media. And I, if I could say one thing mm. today, parents, p- please, please monitor your child's use of social media. Absolutely. The isolation of COVID has driven them to social media in a social context, right? So they're communicating that way, and they're not always communicating appropriately. And sometimes they're even breaking the law. And I do mm-hmm. want parents. We are going to try to provide some things for parents and teachers in the fall to highlight this, to keep our kids out of the situations that can really have a devastating effect on them and on others around them. Um, also, a big issue this uh, now because just recently we had the tragedy with Uvalde, yeah. Texas. So we'll be doing walkthroughs of all our schools. Our security is outstanding in our schools, but um, as we know, it's about being sure that you're consistent with those protocols and just rigorous in following what measures you have in place to protect your students. So that'll be a big piece of this summer, too. So kind of the regular things that we look at for, um, for our schools. That's what we're, And we should be all ready to go Here you August. go. Use the summertime not really to slow down, but also to kind of tweak and reevaluate, reboot, so to speak. Summer's right? a busy time for yeah. us, yes. Now, graduating seniors, uh, they can position themselves for a strong college career by seeking out uh, campus ministry opportunities, and we'll we'll talk more about that after the second break. Uh, But Michelle, are there any other opportunities for the students to stay connected to their Catholic faith at college? Oh, I think you're going to hear so many wonderful Mm. things from Eric about how that happens at the college level and and how important that is as we send our students from our wonderful Catholic high schools, we send them out into the world. Um, Of course, we hope it's a Catholic university, but Mm -hmm. uh, wherever they're going, uh, we want to be sure they have that support, and Eric has done a great job of... um, getting to know those campus ministers, and uh, we'll be communicating with our students as well. Right. They're yeah. there for a Nice them. little bridge builder. Yes. Uh, transitioning from 
uh, high school into college. So Absolutely. looking forward to the second uh, second segment too Absolutely. with Eric. So um, and when we come back, our new diocesan director for the Department of Youth and Young Adult Engagement, Mr. Eric Campbell, uh, will join us to tell us a little bit more about uh, campus ministry and his program in his office. So we're really excited to have Eric on board for the second segment as we conclude uh, another school year and get ready for uh, the, the last week of elementary school and high schools and take a little summer break, but then uh, return for uh, the, the second uh, fall semester uh, for all of our schools in elementary, uh, secondary, and also our college students. So we'll take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. Welcome back to Catholic Education Plus. I'm Father Tom Burke, uh, pastor at St. Benedict Moore Parish in the Hill District, and also the pastor at St. Mary Madeline Parish in the East End. And as director of Catholic Schools, Michelle Perdue and I uh, continue our discussion on the end of another school year and the transition of many of our high school seniors uh, will be making on to college in the fall. We're very happy this morning to have Mr. Eric Campbell uh, with us. Bishop David Zubik recently appointed Eric uh, as director for the Department of Youth and Young Adult Engagement. And Eric is excited to share about uh, the many ways that our Catholic high school graduates can stay connected in their faith. Eric, welcome this morning to Catholic Education Plus. Father, thanks so much. It's good to be here with you this morning. And you're making your radio debut on my show. Yeah, so very great to have you in too. studio here this morning. Absolutely. So. Now, in your work uh, with young people, uh, what can you tell us about what you've seen uh, in your uh, office and, and with the high school seniors who are just graduating and are making the transition to working uh, for college? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, when I was appointed to this office as Director of Youth and Young Adult Engagement, uh, I was really pulled out of a high school. So oh. I spent most of this year teaching at North Catholic High School and doing campus ministry there, uh, actually teaching seniors. And they've had such a unique experience of high school over the past couple of years. Um, and it's been, it's been really interesting to see how they've embraced the faith in many ways, uh, in spite of so much adversity and difficulty. You know, being uh, virtual for so long and then mm. coming back and uh, really having a, a, a difficult transition into just regular life again as we know it. And there were a lot of things that they missed out on, right, just by virtue of the difficulty of the pandemic. So coming back and having a senior year where they're able to go on retreats and able to go on mission trips and able to do more extracurricular activities was something that I really saw the seniors embrace. It was something that, that they had missed and that they loved. So to go on a retreat and to come closer to Jesus Christ with their peers, man, that was a really beautiful thing to see. Uh, and I, I know our seniors getting ready to transition to college, which is a difficult transition in a regular time. And now as a senior in high school that's looking to go on to college and to get involved with you know, all of the things that are going to be you know, happening on campus there, including campus ministry events, including being, you know, continuing de developing their relationship with Jesus in prayer, uh, re receiving the sacraments, going to confession, going to mass. These are all things that they're looking forward to now as we move on to, to their college career and that our high schools and our youth ministry programs are helping them to make those steps into, into college life. Um, what I, what I think is most uh, exciting to, to see as director of youth and young adult engagement or just the, the ways in which our high schools 
uh, help point our students to the good things happening on those college campuses. Right. So uh, our, we have three full-time campus ministers employed by the diocese that uh, that they work at uh, Slippery Rock University, Robert Morris, and then in the South, Cal U, uh, and Washington. And those campus ministers do so much for our students. Uh, a lot of the things that we like to see are these large events that happen at the beginning of the school year, you know, ways that we can get our, se- our high school seniors graduated and into those events so that they have touchstones for them in college are really important. But also the small events, the little things, right? the Bible studies, the, the prayer groups coming together as, as students on campus and, and just having new friends at our, at our Newman clubs, new friends uh, who love Jesus and, and want to pray together and want to grow in their faith together. Uh, those are also really beautiful. And sometimes those are the things that we don't see. Those are the things that happen sort of under the radar. They're not big splash events, but they're critically important. So allowing our high school seniors to know that those things happen and to plug them into them it's really important for us to do, and one of the things that our youth ministers and high school campus ministers do well. And I want to give a shout out to the campus ministry programs, uh, like you said, at Slippery Rock, at mm-hmm. uh, Robert Morris, and down at uh, California University. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm a product of uh, Clarion University up in Clarion, which is in the Diocese of Erie, and going to a state public uh, college. I was away from home for the very mm-hmm. first time. I didn't have mom and dad say, "Tom, go to mass," but my parents built that foundation for me. So when I went on to Clarion, I went to Mass at Immaculate Conception Church there in downtown Clarion. But the campus ministry program helped me with my faith, especially being away from school, being away at school for the very first time. And I really credit the the Newman Association at Clarion in my priesthood uh, career. Mm -hmm. Father Monty Sayers was the chaplain at the time, and now he's the pastor there in Clarion. I still stay in touch with him. That's great. But I really believe that uh, the college years, and this this Mm -hmm. was 30 years ago, so this is, I'm showing my age, but that was really helpful for me. And the programs that uh, our campus ministers have, and I, I, when I was at St. James in Swickley, I did a lot of evening masses at Robert Morris, and my nephew will be uh, heading to Robert Morris this fall, and I, I think he will be part of the, the campus ministry program. So very, very important uh, for our students. That's excellent. Yeah, what a good testimony to some of the great things that are happening on our campuses and have happened in the past on the yeah, campus, too, in, in your instance. Right. Yeah, yeah. Here I am, you know. Yeah. And there's just so many difficulties that young people are facing, right? Uh, the, an intense sense of loneliness sometimes uh, coming out of, a, out of the pandemic and, you know, maybe not being around the regular social circles. Well, these events and organizations and the campus ministry events that happen on campus are a way for our students to get plugged back into interpersonal relationships, Absolutely. right? To get to draw themselves out of the isolation that social media can bring on, that technology can bring on, right? We can be incredibly well-connected but feel entirely alone, right? And they're being uprooted from their schools that they know and from their families sometimes and being taken off to these college campuses, right? And that's, that can be extraordinarily difficult. So having a touchstone there and a person that can help them understand who mm. they are, those, those questions, those difficult questions that we all face, right? Who am I? Why do I exist? What was I made for? All of those difficult things, right? Uh, our campus ministers can help them answer those big questions in relation which, in relationship with Jesus Christ yeah, and absolutely. his church. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, when our graduating seniors get to their new home away from home, uh, their college campus this coming fall, 
they will, of course, need to find their advisor, their professor offices, classrooms. But you also encourage them to look for the campus ministry office. Uh, what can students expect to find there? Yeah, so it's a question that a lot of parents ask. Mm, Well, hey, how's my kid going to get involved with these things (laughs) on campus? What are you going to do when you get there? Well, you know, you can go on our website, diopit.org, and uh, navigate to campus ministry. And you can type in where, you know, higher institution, what what institute of higher institution is my child going to? And they'll connect you with the group on campus that you can, you know, you can find. You know, if you're a parent looking to help your your kid, you can let them know about that. Mm. Or if you're a senior in high school, you can navigate to that website and it'll put you in touch with the campus minister or chaplain at that particular institution, which is a really great resource to have and a a tool for us to use. So that's one way to get connected. Now, what are the things that you're going to find when you get there? Many of our our Newman clubs and our campus ministry programs have beginning of the year orientation events. And if I were to talk to a high school senior right now, I'd say, hey, before you get there, find out who your campus minister is, find out who your chaplain is, and find out when the first event is going on at your school. And then go to that thing. Right. Whether it's a mixer, whether it's, you know, an opportunity to sit down and go to mass with other with your peers who are coming into into college with you. Uh, Go to those beginning of the year events. You might not be able to go to many throughout the year or you may find that you really want to be involved with that group. Well, this is one way to be grounded in college with people who know Jesus, want to love Jesus and want to pray together and want to have that foundational personal relationship with Jesus Christ that breaks us loose from our isolation, that gives us this opportunity to ignite and amplify our sacramental reception of Jesus in the Eucharist. Um, Our campus ministry programs want to be a part of those, that stable institution where young people can learn to see and judge their own life and their relationships in union with Jesus Christ, each other and the church. And these beginning of the year programs, those are really important. So if I were talking to a parent, if I were talking to a high school senior, that's what I would tell them to do. Good point. And a lot of them have uh, orientation. They have to go up a little, like a couple weeks earlier before the, um, the returning students come back so exactly. they can get their feet wet and kind of get the lay of the land, know where mm-hmm. things are, and obviously check out where the campus ministry office is and the support there and the local parish that serves that that particular college Definitely. campus. So, Mr. Eric Campbell, uh, welcome aboard, and thanks for being with us this morning. Thanks so much, Father. We'll take a break. You're listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. This week in our Plus segment, we are celebrating the Feast of Pentecost, which traditionally is the conclusion of the Easter season. And we have been celebrating Easter for the last 50 days. And today, Pentecost uh, celebrates the birthday of our church. And in the Gospel of St. John, after the risen Lord appears to his disciples, he commissions them for ministry and breathes on them and gives them that gift of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit helps sustain them to give them life and they are able to speak in various different languages to proclaim the good news and the power uh, to forgive sins is included in the divine commissioning so we are transformed by the holy spirit in each one of us as we utilize our own gifts and our talents and as i mentioned 50 days ago we celebrated easter today we celebrate pentecost and we are invited by the church to reflect upon how the Holy Spirit can continue to guide us and sustain us and give us life. So happy Pentecost Sunday, the birthday of our church. We return to ordinary time and we'll be back in two weeks. Thank you for listening to Catholic Education Plus with Father Tom Burke here on KDK Radio. 
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.